content warning. Tone Deaf is rated explicit for mature content and strong language. Spoilers are in every episode, so if you haven't seen the shows we are reviewing, you can always check back in later with us. We'll be here when you get back. Welcome to Tone Deaf, a theater nerd's guide for their musically challenged spouse. I'm Kay, a musical theater nerd, and I'm on a squeaky chair. And I am Warren, your spoopy co-host for <laughs> this Tone Deaf, a theater nerd's guide for their musically challenged spouse. <laughs> Oh, man. That's right. It's October. (laughs) This decade has really gone for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've lived ten months in like a day, so... Yeah. And uh, these ten months have also felt felt like ten years. Yes. Yes, they have. I mean, these ten months... So, yes, but as you said, it is spoopy month, so... Spoopy month. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, that's going to be... <laughs> that's better. That's better. That's that's nowhere near as bad as the whale, so I have to, I have to rate everything on a rate of, is it the whale? Is it the whale scale? Yeah, the whale scale. I, I could try a ghost whale. I'm scared. <laughs> Willie never sang at the Met. It's, oh, God, that's the cartoon about the whale that dies from radiation from nuclear. No, 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 no that's Samson and Sally. Uh, <laughs> God, there's so many fucked up whale cartoons out there yeah we just started watching the season two of the boys and there's a thing that happens with the yeah, whale and what that. is with us and whales like as a species we're fucked up are we jealous that they're bigger more powerful mammals and they can sing opera if if you watch willie the operatic whale but that's not what we're covering today however before we get into what we're covering today i need to thank i miss gumby on Apple Podcasts. <gasps> Thank you, I Miss Gumby on Apple Podcasts. I Miss Gumby gave us a five-star review, and as promised... Mwah, mwah, love you. La 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 Now I can learn about musicals without having to watch them. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Kay and Warren, here's a review. <laughs> I would rather listen to you. I just played myself because that's going to be stuck in my head for the rest of the week. Me too. Fuck. Anyway, yeah. So thank you so much. I miss Gumby. Uh, If you would like to have me sing a review on the episode, you can get that by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts for our show. Woo. Woo. So. I mean, woo. Oh, God. So, like I said, though, this is Spoopy Month, and with it being Spoopy Month, we're covering a very spoopy show that we've watched in May. 
think it, it was May. <laughs> we were getting our spoopy on early. We were getting our spoopy on early. Uh, but this was a uh, one night only engagement, which is why we watched it then and didn't record it until now. Actually, I think the only reason we didn't record it until now was because you and I got the death plague for a while. So yeah, we that yeah we were we were sick for a while. And, yeah, and then we yeah. were kind of like, okay, this is on the back burner. <laughs> so. Today, we are going to be talking about Alive, the zombie musical. Alive! <laughs> Jesus. So, Alive, the zombie musical is a musical created by Josh Canfield. There isn't a ton on any one website uh, about this show, so I grabbed from a couple of interviews, as well as stuff from the Indiegogo campaign for a possible staging on Broadway. I hope so. And, oh, God, I hope so, too. Um, and I literally only found out about it when the streaming version of it was announced for a one-night-only engagement online. That's that's the whole story of finding out about this show. Yeah, you. it was a, it was a pretty, uh, okay, Warren, we have to do this now. We're doing this tonight. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. So, Alive premiered in the summer of 2017 at the Ars Nova Festival. Josh Canfield had started writing the musical five years prior after being unemployed, and he set about writing the books, lyrics, and music for this show. So he did all three. Uh, prior to this, he had been an actor performing in shows such as The Great Comet of 1812. Full title is a lot longer. Um, <laughs> falsettos, Dr. Zhivago, which we need to have Mama Kay on for when we do that one, uh, because she has a great Dr. Zhivago story. <laughs> it has to do with getting her ears pierced. I think she may have told this one to you, but maybe mm, not. Possibly. Um, and then, uh, he was in a lot of other things as well as being on Survivor for a season. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get into show spoilers or anything, so instead I'll talk about... Because that's for Act 2. So instead <laughs> I'll talk about the Broadway workshop. I'll handle the spoilers, my yes, dear. Yes, that is your job. <laughs> so the Broadway uh, workshop of this show was funded on Indiegogo. It had a flexible goal, so even if it didn't hit the $15,000 goal, it did earn over $7,000, which was enough to allow for the workshop. Uh, I think 15000 was what they were planning on for just a limited staging. Is limited staging what we... No, we saw a concert-slash-workshop version gotcha. of it. Um, I believe. I believe! Yeah, this is a concert-workshop version. I had to look through my notes really fast. So they needed to have the funding for the proper equity workshop and to pay the actors, director, stage manager, etc., and to pay for rehearsal space. Uh, this was performed in a concert workshop on July 29th, 2018, and having been in workshop for shows before, I, am, I, I was very excited to see Alive because... I like seeing shows at the workshop stage. I like being in shows at the workshop stage. It's really interesting to see that. Because um, it's a little bit more about uh, the music than it is like the choreography and other stuff like that because you're it's minimalist. That and it's seeing what works and what doesn't. Oh, so you, you're, you dig the experimental yes, stage. Yes, I like the experimental stage of shows. Like I, I like the final product too, generally. 
<coughs> okay, there's but... a time and place for everything experimental, and it's called college. <laughs> That's what everyone says about me being bi. Um... <laughs> You'll... Oh, God, I was going to say, you're... go grow out of it. But... <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> um... No, instead, I just leveled up and went, also, my gender, <laughs> you say I'll, you say, you say I'll grow out of it, I'll do you one better, I will, I will go Super Saiyan on this motherfucker. I will go Super Saiyan. I'm non-binary! Ah! Have, have fun editing that. I'm gonna have fun I mean, talking after that, Jesus Christ. At least I try to turn my head. When yeah, I, I didn't think that I was going to do that. Um, <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> So, uh, we're going to be seeing the workshop, or we saw, not we're going to be seeing the workshop performance of the uh, 2018 concert. So, that'll be fun to talk about that we've seen that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is a different take this on the old formula, isn't it? Weird okay. take on the old formula. Um, so our cast uh, that we saw was Amanda Jane Cooper, who was in Wicked, not the one that we saw. Uh, Zach Adkins, he was in Anastasia, the version that I desperately want to see, because when I was a kid, I wanted a stage musical of Anastasia. And then when I was in high school, I wanted a stage musical of Anastasia. And then in college, I wanted a stage musical of Anastasia. And now there is one. And I don't know when I'm going to get to see it. <laughs> and now in your 30s, you want to see that? Now in my 30s, I want to see the stage version. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Belton, who is in Great Comet. Uh, Lindsay Nicole Chambers, who's been in Hairspray. Hunter Ryan Her... Her... Hunter Ryan Herdlicka. Uh, <laughs> Herdlicka? Yes. <laughs> A little, he was in A Little Night Music, which was a Sondheim show. Chris Dwan, which he was in Finding Neverland. Blaine Krause, who was in The Share Show. Mary Page Nance, who was in Great Comet. Alex Gibson, who was in SpongeBob SquarePants. Kennedy Koffel, who was in Beautiful. And Daisy Hopps, who was in the stage version of Aladdin. So, big list of shows. Big list of shows, and I think I've seen, like, one maybe that's, two that's probably gonna be the case <laughs> when we do our next show which i'm also really excited about you only know what it is because we've been talking with ned from encounter party so but that's probably all that you know about it so <laughs> that'll be fun um but yeah that's that's sort of the background stuff on a live do you have any questions before we jump into the past and talk about the show that we watched. Do I have to spin around really, really fast so that we can go back in time? No, because I think you'll throw up. Only one way to find out. Warren, no! Oh, oh, oh God. Uh, that was on her bed. <laughs> I can hear just latte jingling in the background like, my parents are crazy and I'm stuck here with them. <laughs> Somebody rescue me! <laughs> but no, I do not have any questions. Okay, well then. I think that this is the perfect time to have our intro shorten up a little bit. Let's go! Woo!
Hey, Warren. Hey, Kay. Do you know what time it is? Is it time to thank our favorite people in the whole world? Heck yeah. Today, we would like to thank our stage crew sponsor, Jasmine Wu, and our producer circle sponsors, Bianucci, Reagan, and Taylor Brandt. Thank you all so much for your support of our show. We truly appreciate it. Are you ready for a spoopy deal? Maybe a musically spoopy deal? Right now on Bandcamp, you can order anything from Charging Moose Media, creators of the award-winning musical web series The Hunted Encore, for 20% off using the discount code TONEDEF. That's right. You can get the soundtracks for both seasons of The Hunted Encore from Charging Moose Media's Bandcamp for 20% off right now. Just enter the promo code TONEDEF, all one word, at checkout for your discount and enjoy the musical stylings of John Krause, Ned Donovan, Megan Dorn, Marcus Thorne-Bagala, and more. And it's not just Spoopy Month where Charging Moose Media has you covered. Check out a very Charging Moose Christmas as well, also 20% off with the promo code TONEDEF. Visit chargingmoosemedia.bandcamp.com to get 20% off any album on their page with the promo code TONEDEF. That's T-O-N-E-D-E-A-F. Today! And now, the lights are going down and the music's starting back up, so let's head back to the second act of our show. All right, and we're back. So, babe, what did you think about that? Yeah. Oh, 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 that's, nope, that's, that's my arm. That's my arm. That's my arm. Hey, 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 hey. I, I think you were saying that it was deliciously delightful? And that it filled the cold spot where your heart used to be. (laughs) And made you realize that maybe you are alive on the inside? (laughs) Or do you have indigestion? Okay, maybe not indigestion. Um Okay, that's pro- that is some of the issue. Okay, okay. Um I do want to ask. I I'm not going to judge you, but I did see a foot in the fridge. I'm not going to I'm not going to ask who. I just need to know if it was you that put it there. Oh, okay, yeah, they totally had it coming. I'm sorry. I, Yeah, they cut you off. Totally understand. I understand completely, babe. So, yeah, um, Alive was really good. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he'll, he'll become human in a little bit, I think. Um, maybe, uh, 
like, the power of love. Maybe all he needs is a kiss from his true love. <laughs> Break the okay. curse. I think I think that he'll get back to normal. Um, you know, alive made me realize that something might help. Maybe maybe the power of love will give you some humanity. Yeah, maybe maybe a kiss from. Oh, I can't do that on can on on Mike, babe. God damn it! Okay. <laughs> spots oh <laughs> but i made you see stars too <laughs> this plague needs to go away yes it does <laughs> bravo my dear it worked <laughs> i am cured of my zomboids yep I have zomboids have been cured. Yep. Whew. <laughs> <sighs> okay then. <clears throat> now that my faculties have been somewhat restored to their their uh, factory default settings. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and share our wonderful review of this very entertaining, surprisingly entertaining mm-hmm. show. Alive. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. News reporter Shelley is reading from a tattered book that seems to describe the zombies in question. They are more complicated than one would originally think. Her substitute cameraman for the day, Casey slash Kevin, his name is Kevin in the show, but she calls him Casey because she's an important reporter who can't bother to remember her cameraman's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin obviously has a uh, high... Profile definite. Def- I was trying to make a boner joke about him having a big lens for her, <laughs> but I don't think I know enough about cameras to make it actually work. <laughs> Kevin's horny for Shelly. Let's just say that. <laughs> but she- Shelly seems engrossed with her work and can't give two squirts of blood shot out of an artery that's been had a bite taken out of it for Kevin. <clears throat> it makes sense in the context of the show, I promise. <laughs> The undead seem to be the life of the party and jump in after the dialogue parts and belt like the afterlife of the party. I'm (laughs) bummed I can't quite hear what is being said because the singer and the music is amazing. Mm -hmm. So this show, like we talked about before, since it was a um, concert uh, workshop, Mm -hmm. um, the way that it was set up on stage, you know, there was not a lot of, there wasn't much in the way of uh, uh, costumes and sets and stuff like that. or It was Mm -hmm. just kind of, sitting together and you know and of course they would kind of stand up or move closer if they were yeah the focus of the scene and stuff like that but <clears throat> shelly reads more out of her tattered book the necronomicon she overheard by uh, she is overheard by uh, one of her colleagues 
who ridicules her over her obsession with monsters, creatures, and the undead. Apparently, she wrote a bit about these creatures which has been ill-received by her peers. Shelley inquires with one of her douche co-workers if their boss has seen it. He shuts her down, saying that her story has been shelved. So, like, in this, it's this, it's an interesting world that they live in because society hasn't come, it, they're living in, like, this weird in-between collapse state. Yeah. Where, like, monsters and zombies and all these horrific things exist, and society has definitely shit the bed, but they're still trying to go about normal lives while all this uh, chaos is happening around them. So it's a really uh, interesting take on kind of the zombie apocalypse theme. You know, when we first watched it, I would have said, oh, that's a little unrealistic. Right now I'm kind (laughs) of going... (laughs) <laughs> doesn't it yeah, yeah doesn't it feel like we're, we're trying to bail water out of the titanic a little bit god damn <laughs> and one thing i did like about the show too is uh i haven't seen um corpse bride mm-hmm. but i've heard but you know after yeah. you haven't seen corpse bride no i haven't seen corpse bride so but one thing I know about that is that the living people in it are very, like, prim and proper and reserved. Mm-hmm. And then the undead are, like, the life of the party and they're just having a great yeah. time. And it's supposed to be kind of a a, a criticism of Victorian-era yeah. England and stuff like that. And this show kind of takes a little bit like that. Like, the mm-hmm. humans are really concerned about, you know, the, the undead that are walking about. But the undead are, like, having a great old time. Yeah. And so they'll jump in periodically when during some of the human dialogue parts and just like sing and dance kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then they go off stage and do their own thing again. So it kind of jumps back and forth between that. So if it sounds kind of like mm-hmm. my notes are a little bit jumbled, that's by design. <laughs> All right. So Shelly is told by her boss that her story has been shelved. A zombie singer comes back on stage and belts some more. God, I wish I could hear what she was saying. She's a she is the definite afterlife of the party. <laughs> Back to Shelley, who continues to read from the Necronaut... Oh, <laughs> I didn't even read my note right. She's reading from the Necronautmicon. Because <laughs> the Necronomicon, huh? And she finds out that the Alpha Zombie's lair contains a portal to a place where... Magic happens, and desires can be made manifest. Desires made manifest sounds like my kind of place. Cries the shrill shriek of Shelley's uh, friend, Eve, who has come on the scene to the show, who has come on the scene to show off her engagement ring, which apparently is like the size of a monkey's skull. Her fiancé, Charles, apparently uh, outdid himself. Yes, I did, exclaims Charles, who seems to be the alpha douche of this show. Shelley inquires with Char- with Charlie Ledouche if it's <laughs> if it's true her uh, supernatural report has been shelved. Oh no, says Charlie Ledouche. It's been trashed. It's completely uh, occupying the trash can in my office. And even there, it's taking up too much space. <laughs> Shelley is understandably upset and leaves the scene. And Eve turns on her fiancé to tear him a new one. Uh... To tear him a uh, new zombie hole, calling him an <laughs> asshole for being so rude to Shelley. Charlie Ledouche reminds Eve that she's also an asshole because she sabotaged Shelley getting a promotion, but di- by digging up dirt on Shelley's weird family and damaging her professional reputation. So the theme so far in this is that everybody's kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. 
So Shelly's obsessed with the undead. Uh, can't be bothered to remember her cameraman's name. Mm-hmm. Her cameraman has a huge telescopic lens for her. <laughs> her best friend, Eve, backstabbed her and is dating and is engaged to Shelly's boss, who is a complete douche. Mm-hmm. Sounds... Yep, that... Yeah. You know, the undead world seems to have a lot less drama going with it. Uh-huh. Way more maggots, but a lot less drama. <laughs> Eve and Charles LaDouche have a song that's basically about how assholes get ahead in life. From my time in the corporate world, I would say this is not inaccurate. Yep. After the song, Charlie LaDouche leaves the scene and we get another round of awesome zombie singing, which I could not understand. Yeah, and there weren't any captions for it, so... Yeah, it's one of those, uh, it's the curse... It's one of the the multifaceted curses of the witch, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Because... I, I, I can hear it, and I'm like, boy, that sounds good. But they might as well be speaking Taiwanese to me. I'm sorry. After the awesome, inaudible, to Warren at least, zombie singing, <laughs> Eve is attacked by a horde of undead monstrosities seeking to devour her supple, juicy flesh. A heroic zombie chases the others away and apologizes to Eve for the others. They're just basic creatures who can't control their undead impulses to consume supple juicy living flesh (laughs) the unknown hero zombie bounces back and forth between i want to eat you and you have nothing to worry about eve and the unknown zombie have a song about uh i don't know what the fuck that song is Cade, do you know it was may (laughs) there's not a soundtrack available (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, it turns out that he, this heroic zombie in question, his name is Zombie Six. We shall call him Zix for now. <laughs> let's see, we can call him Zix or Sombix or Som. Let's see, uh, Sombix? I did Sombix twice. Or maybe, let's go with Sixy. Sixy's a Sixy. good name. <laughs> He's a Sixy-ass zombie. At least according to Eve. <laughs> you know what this reminded me of, though? Uh... Warm Bodies. That's what the... Yes. It's the musical of Warm Bodies, it's, which I really like. It was on the tip of my tongue, and I could not remember the name of it. I, I was I was surprised how much I liked Warm Bodies, and I was surprised how much I liked this. Yeah. This, uh, it has definitely has a Warm Bodies vibe to it, mm-hmm. but there's uh, more magic and mysticism yeah. involved with it, you know? Yeah. And society hasn't quite collapsed to the extent of Warm Bodies. No, no. But yes, you are not incorrect. Eve ends her song with Sixie and tells him that she's got to go home and get ready to go to the party later. And I guess there's a party going on. And she invites Sixie to come with her and she'll give him a makeover since he's a little, uh, decrepit and, uh, mm-hmm. dead. And I'm sure some, uh, rubber cement, you know, can put some of the flesh back on his face and, uh, yeah. An entire can of Axe body spray. Yeah, there you go. It's a little bit, you take a cue from, uh... You brought uh, a sixth grader here? <laughs> take a cue from, uh, uh, Death Becomes Her. Mm-hmm. The guy in his <laughs> flesh-toned spray paint. <laughs> Shelly was apparently watching on from a distance and is like, Holy shit, zombies are not just undead, flesh-hungry monsters. This one wants to be, uh, buried in my friend's graveyard. Shelly... <laughs> 
Shelly then sings about how everyone who criticized her was wrong, and she'll make everyone see the truth about zombies, cause she was right and everyone else was wrong. Good for you, Shelly. If time on social media had taught me anything, a well-thought-out argument with evidence and logic is sure to convince others who believe in nonsense. Right? Right? And that's why I run our Twitter. Oh shit, I forgot we're in the bad universe. Carry on, Shelly. We get our first scene with the zombies talking to each other, and they talk like valley girl teenagers, even the men. Cool! I wanted to shoot them more than normal zombies. <laughs> the Z gang are already, t or sorry, the Z gang are talking about how they saw Sixie talking to the food, and how they were like, <clears throat> and how weird that was. The head zombie is like, who the fucking wazzles does he think he is? And then launches into a song about how to kill a zombie. Because apparently they're not, uh, chill. So I guess undeath has always, has a ways of uh, making douchebags even worse. Who would have thought? I know, right? Yeah. The Z gang sings about killing Sixie for his transgressions of not eating the food and instead talking to the food and getting an undead boner for the food. Because <laughs> boners for food is bad. Normally, <laughs> normally I would agree. <laughs> but when I'm the food, <laughs> my perspective on the situation changes ever so slightly. Wow, your recording looks like a goddamn Richter scale. <laughs> I mean, boners. <laughs> that could be the name of a cooking magazine or something like that. <laughs> boners for food. You know what, though? That's how every food advertisement sounds on the radio. You know, that was, that was, uh... Do you want to sink your teeth into this juicy, succulent, warm steak? That's what it fucking sounds like. <laughs> I just realized I was biting my phone. Uh, you were. <laughs> <laughs> we'll resume this podcast after a short intermission. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, 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 yeah. Not that I'm in favor of zombies having an undead boner for me in particularly. I think I'd rather be eaten in that situation. <laughs> oh, oh, the Z gang is still singing. Cool. Cool. Still singing about how to kill Sixie. Okay. I guess we'll wait and see. Uh, I guess we'll wait until it's over. Looks like they're finishing up doing a chorus line or a kick line. <laughs> is, it a, is it a chorus line? I forgot the about the zombie chorus line. It yeah. is a chorus line. Or, we do the kicky thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What Kay said. Anyways, after the Z gang finishes singing about killing Sixie, the scene changes to Sixie at Eve's house. Kick line is correct. Sorry. Oh, it is I a kick was, line? I was I totally just fighting my brain. I totally just pulled I'm that out of my sure ass. kick line is the correct. I just saw people in a line kicking. Yeah, I think so it's I call a, kick it a kick line. I think it is called a kick line. I never was in shows that had those, so... Because, you know... Yeah, just never was. <laughs> I have that curse of looking young enough to not be in one of those roles, but also being black enough that they don't want to put me in a role where people could sexualize me. 
That's for the home. So put me... <laughs> Anyways, Eve... <laughs> Sixy is at Eve's house. And after he's been cleaned up and made presentable, he's wearing Charlie Le Douche's clothes, and Eve comments about how he cleans up so well. I mean, not that he didn't look good before. I've never known a human woman to get a moist grave for rotting flesh. Charlie LaDouche must be death in bed for Eve to turn to a corpse for some liveliness. Anyways, Sixie is telling Eve about how he wants to find the Oracle, some zombie fable who can do something or something for zombies specifically. I kind of missed that part. Do you remember, Kay? I think it was that it could either grant a wish or something and his whole thing is kind of more the he wants to be human. yeah i want to go back to being human because i don't remember being human but i know <laughs> i was human and yeah yeah zombies in this seem to lose all like they they seem to be cognizant and conscious and mm -hmm. self-aware but they don't remember who they were in their past lives yeah it's like they die and then they come back and they're like i still have a brain and can think See, and that's what gave me a lot of the warm bodies feel was sort of the hierarchy of the zombies was <laughs> like, I, it made me go, I wonder if they would have a version like the skeletal... The bonies? Yeah, the bonies in this, or, you know, that that's just sort of the thought process I had watching it, it was like... Yeah, Warm Bodies makes a good musical. <laughs> gets a little weird towards the end, but it makes a good musical. Uh, in all fairness, it gets a little warm at the beginning, middle, and end. <laughs> a little weird. Yeah. Oh, I remember. The Oracle is, like, supposed to be able to grant wishes or something zombies. Because <laughs> Sixie sings about wanting to be a human again. Neat. He wants a wife and a kid's cute. Human again is the wrong musical. <laughs> human again I just want to be human again it's from Beauty and the Beast oh <laughs> the stage version okay that explains why even if I'd seen it I'd still be like <laughs> have we seen that Kay? do you know? I don't remember Yo, yeah, so Sixie, he wants to be human again, he wants a wife, he wants kids, but when he dwells on his dreams for too long, a zombie comes out of nowhere and eats his family. This apparent song and dance number about a zombie who wants to be a human again seems to really dig up Eve's grave and make it ready for some fresh for a fresh occupant. Are these zombie sex jokes working for you, Kay? I'm undeadsided about them. I'm not sure if I should bury them or unearth them for continued humor potential. I wish you could all see Kay's repulsed face. And they, then Kay covered their face. Anyways. Shelly starts to sing about her weird family and something, but is quickly interrupted by temporary cameraman kevin slash casey slash kevin slash jeff tommy bobby or whatever the fuck his name is <laughs> but he's there to be like i was following you and saw that you saw <clears throat> and saw that you and saw that you saw that you were right about zombies yes i was following you and saw <laughs> that you saw that you were right about zombies and i'm here to help <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. 
time freezes, and Bobby, Tommy, Jeff, Casey, Kevin sings about how he's <laughs> always been a second fiddle. He's the Watson to a Holmes. He's the Robin to a Batman. A bun to a hot dog. The grave to a zombie. Anyways. I hate my brain. His song ends, and he rushes off with Shelly to continue their adventure. Why do you, you hate your brain? said second fiddle, and immediately I thought of Sister Robert Ann from Nonsense. My goddamn brain. See, and I thought about The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Devil Went Down to Georgia, wet-ass pussy version. <laughs> that was so disturbingly good. Uh, I was I was very, very confused during watching that. Eve and Sixie go to the party together, and Charlie LaDouche is hanging out in the parking lot, waiting for Eve to show up. He's pissed, fuming that she's not there yet. How dare a woman make a man wait! Anyways, Charlie LaDouche gets, uh, gets and pun- <sighs> I must have really fat fingers when I the type sometimes. The face journey that I just watched. <laughs> it's a special kind of issue when you can't read what you write, you know, because you didn't type it correctly. <laughs> And reading it as written would make you sound like an even bigger idiot than normal. So I have the dilemma of trying to rewrite it on the fly as I'm reading it. So let's try this again, shall we? So anyways, Charles LaDouche gets upset and punches his car, uh, which causes his thin skin to pop and make him bleed. The scent of douche blood in the air draws the <laughs> hunger of nearby corpsey, who feeds, who feels like dining on douche. The zombie starts to eat Charles Le Douche, but I guess the zombie gets full and stops. Oh, it's cause two other party goers hear the commotion and come out to see what's what, and are subsequently eaten by said zombie. Eve and Sixie are chilling in their car. Shelley and Kevy <laughs> and Kevin, Billy, Tyler, Mike, Mike pop out of the back seat. Apparently emerging from fucking hammer space to be like, oh, we found this zombie book from Shelly's brother who had special knowledge from about zombies. Shelly's brother was taken by zombies, but I guess lived to tell the tale and wrote shit down, I guess. Anyways, even Sixie flirts some more. Sixie tells Eve to not come with him and Shelly <laughs> and Shelly and uh, Kevin, Brian, Ezekiel, Bartholomew... <laughs> Sixie tells Eve to not come with him and Shelly and Kevin, Brian, Ezekiel, Bartholomew to find the zombie oracle thing. Eve is like, maybe I want a little danger in my life and sings about how she's got a life because who knows what lies ahead of her, but she wants to live her life. But with Sixie, she knows she'll make it through. The zombie, the zombie do gang? Oh, because Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Do you want a zombie snack? <laughs> Soinks, that's my arm. <laughs> Jinkies. Very, very nice. The zombie do gang is on the trail and headed towards certain undeath. <sighs> the zombie do gang has made it to their destination, and Shelly is getting ready to go live and broadcast the truth to the masses. The camera goes live, and 
Billy, Pete, George, Kevin, Bert, film Sixie from all <laughs> angles to ensure that all the folks at home get a close-up look at this undead hero. Shelley catches up the folks at home on the drama and about how Eve hated her boring life and finds this undead dude to be more alive than her douche of a fiancé, Charlie, who I forgot to mention had a bit of a song about his new feeling. It seems he was not eaten enough and is now going to be turning into a zombie, so that's a thing for future reference. <laughs> Shelly is interviewing Sixie, who is like, I want to be a human again, cuz reasons. Reasons being Eve. Eve, who has a song about how life with Sixie would apparently be good? That's how bad <laughs> life is with Charlie LaDouche. <laughs> Eve wants to be with a zombie instead. Low bar you've set there, Charlie. <laughs> Anyways, we cut back to the Z gang and the Valley Girl boy zombie who I want to shoot more than I... <laughs> who I want to shoot more than I normally... Anyways, we cut back to the Z gang and the Valley Girl boy zombie who I want to shoot more than I normally do when I see a zombie. <laughs> he recounts the zombie boss about what happened and how he was following Sixie, but then saw Charlie LaDouche, who was bleeding, and then he decided to get a quick bite. But then there were two other humans, so he snacked on them. Then he came back to tell the Alpha about the whole endeavor. The <laughs> Alpha Z-Boss is not pleased that he lost Sixie, and decides to assemble the might of his zombie gang to go kill Sixie and his human pets. It's a good thing that none of this is taking place during a really hot period, or a really cold period. You know, it's one of those things that's never really explored too much in any zombie mm -hmm. media, is about how they'd be affected by the elements, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, unless there is... So, with something like Resident Evil, their zombies make a little bit more sense because it is a virus that mutates. Mm -hmm. So you get, you know, so they're, they're reanimated corpses, but they still have stuff going on inside them. Yeah. Uh... So if like there was, but these ones, these zombies seem to be powered by magic. Yeah, so, so I guess, that makes I guess, it okay. I guess magic's keeping them alive. It, you know what? This is a little bit further on the explainable zombie scale than other zombie media. Well, I mean, when magic's involved, you kind of mm -hmm. have to just throw it out the window. You know, any kind of explanation because it's like, I well, what sort of magic system it is. Uh, it's a very soft, very soft, flaccid magic system. <laughs> it is unset jello soft. That's how soft <laughs> the magic system in this is. It's it's that one uh, challenge we watched in Great British Baking Show where no one's stuff set. Yes, no, it's it's softer than that. It would it would still be liquid in the bowl. That's how soft <laughs> the magic system is in this show because all we know is that there's an oracle and mm -hmm. that there's some type of portal and wishes happen mm -hmm. in this magical domain. And that's I'm, all we know. I'm sure that it'll get more fleshed out when huh. the world... God damn it. <laughs> when when the world gets to some semblance of normal and it can be put on Broadway. I would. I really would love to see Me this too. in a Broadway version just because the, the music was really good. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I think it'd be extra entertaining. Mm-hmm. Back at the zombie duo, back at the zombie do gang, they find the they find the magic portal they've been looking for and open it, and uh, fairies come out. Yep, fairies. <laughs> the fairy sings and is like, "What do you want to see?" They, the gang, is like, 
We want to find a way to turn Sixie into a human. The fairy tells them to follow the yellow brick road. Yep. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yellow brick road, okay. <laughs> if a lion, a tin man, and a scarecrow, and a fucking munchkin show up, I'm out, okay? You hear me? I'm out. <laughs> the zombie do gang decides to follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> Jumping back to the flesh-hungry zombie gang who are in pursuit of our heroes, the zombie boss sings a song about how he can't wait to eat Eve. And we get a little bit of exposition about how the zombie boss and his childhood crush and how he would draw pretty pictures for her. And uh, he went to her at school to give her the pictures that he drew of her. Apparently, that girl was Eve and that boy was the zombie boss. His hard-drawn amateur art, his heart-drawn amateur art was not appreciated. And he's been carrying that heartache for his entire life. Zombie boss is interrupted by one of his zombie underlings, and he tears her arm off in anger, then continues his song about how he can't wait to eat Eve. Lord. Devour her, bit by bit. Zombie boss leaps through the portal and pursues the heroes, drawn, uh, drawn by the desire to satiate his unyielding hunger with his unrequited love. That's one way to deal with it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if every time you turn somebody down, they were like, I'll eat you! I usually wasn't the one turning people down, but... <laughs> I also do not... I cannot put myself in the mindscape of that zombie. That's, that's, that's some fucking wires that got crossed. I'm a kink shame. I'm a kink shame. I remember you talking about uh, turning down a guy who was uh, hitting on you when we first started dating when you were on the train. Yeah, but that's that was like not. What if what if he threatened to eat you for not for not accepting his advances? I would be very surprised because it's not like we were you know going to school or anything. It was hey, I saw you on a train and you're cute. I'm gonna come talk to you. Yeah, I'm gonna come talk to you, and I'm going like headphones, <laughs> headphones, motherfucker. Hmm. They have headphones on and they're looking down at their phone. I bet they want to start a conversation. <laughs> I just remember picking you up and you're being like, I'm so glad you were already here. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't deal with that. Like, it, it, ah. You're like, ah. I have social anxiety and you've just made it worse. Please yeah. go away. I have social anxiety. I've got to block out all the noise because I have sensory processing issues. That's why the big fucking headphones to say don't disturb. You no, know, I just need to get a sticker on headphones that say do not disturb mm. on the side. And then they'd be like, what's that say? What? <laughs> hey. 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 What does your headphone say? <laughs> what does your headphone say? That's what it would be. Enjoy that audio horribleness <laughs> that's probably going to be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> Kay and Warren exposition over. <laughs> Back to the show at hand. Zombie boss, after entering the portal, is drawn to the melodic singing of a fairy who guided to the fairy who guided our heroes down the yellow brick road. Zombie boss snatches that fairy out of the air and bites her head off. Yep. Rip fairy girl. Yep. Shelley continues her broadcast and her interview of Sixie, inquiring if Sixie has anything to share with the people at home. Sixty tells Jeremiah, Jericho, Jacob, Jeffrey, Kevin to get the camera off his face. The transformation, the transmission ends and Shelly and the gang have reached the end of the yellow brick road. And the end, <clears throat> and at the end, 
they met the Oracle, who is fabulous <laughs> and has a and has his own fucking band, and it is popping <laughs> off in here. <laughs> Sixty starts to tell the Oracle what he wants, and the Oracle cuts him off, repeating rhythmically. What you need may not be what you want. What you want may not be what you need. Over and over again. The Oracle tell the Oracle then drops a mega plot bomb, telling Shelly that he, the Oracle, is Shelly's long lost brother, who disappeared many zombie moons ago, before <laughs> the family reunion can can attempt to be touching, the zombie horde crashes the party. Charlie LaDouche has been turned into a zombie and chews out Eve for not being a faithful good fiancé and not appreciating him. The zombie boss steps up, steps in to be like, Chill, douche. I'm the real star of this evil show. <laughs> and zombie boss proceeds to play Guess Who I Was from School with Eve, who guesses he's her childhood classmate Zeke. Zombie boss Zeke tells Sixty that his human life was worthless. He was a murderer. A criminal, a despicable piece of human trash. Eve is like, it doesn't matter who you were, only who you are now. You saved me. Is that something a murderer would do? Zeke compels Sixty to give into his evil nature and embrace his true self. <laughs> Sixty has his, so has his struggle song, Who He Is. Is he good? Is he bad? Can he choose who he is? Or is he doomed to succumb to his nature? Meanwhile, at the magical lake, which is more of a puddle, Big, <laughs> Big Zeke Zombie Boss tries to use the magic waters of the lake to become human. But the oracle says the magic only works on the living. Big, uh, Big Zeke Bomb... Big Zeke Zombie Boss kills the Oracle, and then Sixie kills Zombie Boss. Then Charlie the Zombie Douche kills Sixie. Then the rest of the zombies leave. That's right. <laughs> Zeke Zombie Boss kills the Oracle. Sixie kills Zombie Boss. Then Charlie the Douche kills Sixie. Serious Bat Boy vibes here. <laughs> Eve mourns Sixie's death, and then, as they get ready to leave his rotting corpse where he lays... <coughs> Sixy coughs and uh, comes back. He's unalive. Reed dead? Still dead? <laughs> Still We're him? bringing Sixy back. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Eve is like, I don't care if you're an undead pile of rotting flesh. You're my undead pile of rotting flesh. <laughs> and she throws her arms around him, knocking off his arm. Yep. <laughs> On to the epilogue. Shelly is a big star reporter, filling in all the details. Eve and Sixie are together, and Charlie the zombie douche is the new leader of the zombies, and leads them on their nightly gore fests. And I guess Eve and Sixie opened up a zombie rehabilitation center? Fucking question mark? And the show ends with them all singing that this is what it's like to live in zombie land. Then the show ends in, like, a zombie church gospel sing-song thing <laughs> with lots of cheering. <laughs> the end. <laughs> it was a bizarre show that was surprisingly entertaining and it's a had... a fucking wild ride and I it, loved it. it. It was, yeah, 
I didn't know what to think of it, mm-hmm. and I would very much like to see it uh, represented in its full zombie glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was definitely entertaining, and there was a lot of humorous dialogue in it. Yes, yes. I, I, because it's one of those things where I wish that it hadn't been a one night only thing so that we could revisit it again with more fresh and, and like, be like, okay, we've seen it and we're re- remembering everything and can actually, like, refresh our memories with it rather than, but, ah, oh, it was so funny. I just, I remember coming out, or not coming out of it, but finishing it just being like, case coming out. I already have, like, <laughs> twice. <laughs> what else am I going to come out as? <laughs> show you how dumb I am. I was like, you came out as black and non-binary. <laughs> I mean, I did come out as black, but that was out of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I came out as bi. Okay, did you know that almost that did you know that almost everyone in the world at one point in time wore their mom as either shoes or a hat? Except for you. I was extracted. I am a neverborn. You are a neverborn. I was I had to be pulled. Well, not pulled, but it was more of a like, I'm gonna go to the stock car races because I'm overdue and this baby needs to be scared out. <laughs> and now I'm afraid of loud noises. <laughs> Just like Latte. Yep. We match. <laughs> so yeah, keep an eye out for, well, I should say, keep an ear out for a live. Because hopefully when all of this, uh... Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Thank God you, Kay. damn horribleness. When it, God, uh, this year sucks. <laughs> yes, when things calm down, hopefully the uh the people behind alive can get a proper stage version going on mm-hmm. and it would be wonderful to be so fun to review it again oh my god i in would its, love to in its pure final form hell i wouldn't mind being able to see the tryouts for when they've got like a staged version that's not workshop and then i wouldn't mind seeing a broadway version and then i wouldn't mind seeing a revival 10 years down the road I think Kay likes theater, you guys. Just saying. Just saying. I like watching the process. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. So, I'm just saying. I'm not going to do the joke again because my throat hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I I really had a lot of fun with it. I did, too. I was initially concerned uh, about trying to take notes for it because mm-hmm. it was such a uh, uh, it was it was a lot shorter than a normal show because yeah. they don't have all the same you know musical and dance numbers and stuff like that and everybody's just mm-hmm. sitting more or less some people standing and so I was initially concerned about whether or not to be able to get some notes for that show uh, yeah but uh, I was able I was able to dig deep I was able to grave dig deep and pull out a a winner. <laughs> I feel, possibly. I, yeah, it was it was fun. I had I had fun. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for more fun? I like fun. You like fun. I like fun. You like spoopy fun. <gasps> Depends on the spoopy fun because I'm kind of a uh, uh, jump scare, uh, uh, squeamish person. So this next one, 
ties into the promo code that re- was revealed during our uh, intermission section. We are going to be covering a rock musical slash mockumentary slash web series written by the amazing Ned Donovan, who uh, we know from Encounter Party and the Cast Junkie Discord. We are going to be covering the Hunted Encore. I am excited. I remember uh, Ned telling us about this and encouraging us to review it. And we were like, oh, we want to review it. We want to watch it now. But this is going to be perfect for Spoopy Month. Yes. And I'm so I'm so <laughs> excited because, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thrilled, especially because of who all is in it. But I'm going to tell you that next week. But yeah. Next week, the hunted. Yay. Next week. On Tone Death, you can listen to us review the haunted... Encore. Encore! (laughs) So, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. It's a little bit of a shorter one this week, but there wasn't as much to cover on this one. Um, You could say this is just a mouthful of the normal goodness that is a Kay and Warren... uh, feast of a show it's bite size it's a bite size it's it's, it's, little, a, little it's a little size it's a little om nom it's <laughs> it's the fun size candy bar that you get on halloween that you sit there and go but the johnsons down the street give out full size or king size why can't i get well, why don't you go back to the johnsons and tell them to... they said only one per person and i've run out of halloween costumes that's a good <laughs> very nice cat why thank you but, um, yeah, so, again, thank you all for listening. Um, if you want to uh, help us out. If you would like to help out Kay and I, please reach out to us at our website, tonedeafmusical.com. There, you can find links to support us on Patreon, as well as contact us on our social medias, our Twitters, our Instagrams, and Facebooks as well as a link to the Cast Junkie Discord server, where we have our own not-safe-for-work channel. (laughs) Come join us on Discord and find all the great shows of the Cast Junkie family of independent podcasts. You can also review the show on iTunes and Podchaser. I wasn't expecting. I don't know why I wasn't expecting that. It's Spooky Month. <laughs> um, you can you can check us out on iTunes. iTunes. On Podchaser. Podchaser. Uh, there's Overcast, Overcast Castbox, Bullhorn, Bullhorn, Podcast Republic. I think is what it's called. There's a bunch of them, because I, I Pod- check our website every so often and go, hmm. Podcast Democratic Republic. <laughs> the people's podcast of the... <laughs> <laughs> you aren't even the one playing Civ right now. <laughs> <sighs> so, um, if you want to go above and beyond with helping out, you can uh, join our Patreon uh, and become one of the uh, producers or the 
uh, executive producers or a stage crew of the show. Um, you can also uh, go onto our T Public, which is linked on our website, and get some fantastic merch, including masks to mask up your face, because this shit ain't ending anytime soon. Wear, <laughs> so wear a, damn a fucking mask. mask. <laughs> wear a mask so that I can go out again. <laughs> I am going insane. <laughs> anyway, that's enough from me. That's enough from you. <laughs> Back in your coffin. I want to suck your blood out of your dick. <laughs> One. <laughs> One Warren Blush joke. Ah, ah, ah. Two. Two Warren Blush joke. Ah, ah, ah. I think that's it for this week. That'll be it for this week. Ah, ah. Ah, I'm Kay. And I'm Warren. And this has been... Tone Death! Death. <laughs> ah, ah.